The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Three and Out with Jason and Kevin. I am Jason. That is Kevin. We are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals website, and sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Uh, Kevin, man, how's it going? How was your New Year's? Oh, it was all right. We did nothing. Yeah. I'm I'm 38. Yeah. I don't do anything at New Year's anymore. Did you stay up till midnight or no? Uh, we did. Uh, my wife fell asleep, but I gave her a shake and, hey, you want to watch the ball drop? And she didn't care. Yeah. So I watched the ball drop and then we went to bed. Yeah. Okay. Well, yay. Um, yeah. New Year's is like a nothing holiday. After I feel if like you don't drink, if you're not like 10 years old or like drinking, like on your drinking days. Yeah. Then what do you even right. do on New Year's? You just, I don't know. Play on just your phone till midnight. yeah. Midnight and go. Yay. Yeah. Pretty much. We make get to do it again. Yeah. Make re- resolutions that you won't keep. I know I'm not yeah. going to keep them. No, so I, I didn't make any. I made a resolution in 10 years. Yeah. So, um, Getting kind of to the Bengals, they are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, which, you know, the loss to the Chiefs, and I think it was the Colts and the Steelers, those two teams winning, uh, that kind of was a nail in the coffin. It might have been the Bills and the Steelers, actually, those two teams winning uh, with a nail in the coffin the playoff hopes. I think when Joe Burrow went down, I don't think I really had the idea that, oh, we're still a playoff team. But the fact that they were fighting for a playoff spot in Week 17, when they, ha- when they only had a healthy Joe Burrow for maybe, what, three games? Yeah, that's a big deal. So it's yeah. it's good. It's a good thing. So they have one more game left um, against the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are locked in at number five playoff seed. So no matter what happens, the Bengals win by 150 or the Browns win by 150. The Browns are the number five seed. The Bengals are out of it. So this game is essentially meaningless. Uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't watch it because we have yes. reasons why you should watch it. So, Kevin, what's what's reason number one? Uh, biggest one for me is this is almost certainly 100% Tyler Boyd's last game as a Bengal. Yeah. Uh, Boyd has been one of my favorites, top five forever. And there's, if we're being honest, almost zero chance he is back last year. I yeah. will not be missing Tyler Boyd's last game. And hopefully, honestly, I hope he puts up numbers. I hope he oh, looks yeah. good. I hope he puts yeah. it on the field, even against backups. I know. I don't care. 
I'd like to see him play up to his potential one more time. And even if he doesn't, I'm not going to miss his last game on the field, man. It's Tyler Boyd. Right. There was a period of time where him and Mixon were like the only talent we had on yeah. the team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, green, but you know what I'm right. talking about? Like he's one of the last core of back when we were bad. Right. And him, Mixon's probably gone as well. I'm not as I've, I've been kind of expecting Mixon. Uh, to, I was kind of expecting Mixon to be gone last year. If I'm being honest, yeah. it didn't work out that way. Uh, not sharing an opinion on that, just saying that's what I expected and that's what happened. Right. So I guess Mixon's last game is also uh, likely on Sunday. Um, but I kind of already, I don't know, already dealt with that in my head yeah. that, oh, this is right. probably gone, and then he came back. So it just doesn't feel as big to me. Um, but maybe to some of you it does. Uh, you know, fandom is, who you know, we all like different right. players. So right. Boyd, Mixon probably last game they'll play uh for the Bengals. Um that feels big to me. It feels like the old oh, yeah. guard retiring, it feels like entering a new era. Yep. It matters. So when I think of when I think of the old guard, I think of the, I see the Bengals in like three levels. I see Carson Palmer, well anything pre Carson Palmer is the 90s and I'm not counting that. In the modern era, the winning era of Bengals football, I see the Carson Palmer era, the and the Andy Dalton era, which really should be the AJ Green era. And then the Joe Burrow era, and uh, really the last connection to the or the AJ Green area era is Tyler Boyd is one of the last connections there. Um, yeah. It was uh, Kevin Huber was I think the longest tenured Bengal ever, and uh, Tyler Boyd is like you said, he's going to be one of the last old guard to leave. And I will absolutely be watching. I would love to see a hundred plus yards and a touchdown for him. Send him off in style. Yeah. Let the whole league know. Hey, Tyler Boyd's still the guy. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think he's done playing football. I think he'll be somewhere else next year. He'll be a productive slot to numbers two receiver, you know. Um, but he's one of those guys, I think, when he retires, I'd like to see the Bengals sign him for a day so he can retire as a Bengal. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Been here for a long time, done some great. He's got a couple thousand-yard seasons. You know, he showed at a time in his career he could he had potential to be a number one. You know, when A.J. Green missed games, Tyler Boyd carried the team. Um, and then he has some of the great moments. One of the moments I really remember with Tyler, Tyler Boyd was when Andy Dalton threw that last-minute touchdown to beat the uh, the Ravens. And the Bengals weren't going to the playoffs anyway, but it sent the Bills to the playoffs. It was such an amazing game, an amazing play. And it was Tyler Boyd, you know, Andy Dalton to Tyler Boyd. So I will I will miss him very much. Um, do you have anything else to say about Tyler, watching Tyler Boyd's last game? No, no, that's it. Just, you know, it's the old guard leaving. It matters. Okay. Um, yeah. So... The next one is just the implications of losing versus winning. You know, right now the Bengals have the number right now. They have the number 16 overall uh, draft pick. Uh, and like you said before we started, started, before we went live, you said that you think or that you read somewhere. I don't know what the math is, but they could be anywhere between 12 and 13 to maybe 19, something like that. Yeah. Or not 19, sorry, like 17, somewhere in that range. So like mid-teens to middle-teens. Man. That sounds weird. <laughs> um, yep. But uh, yeah, so 12 to 13 with a loss, that's a big difference between 16. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It's a huge difference. So what do you and, what do you want? You want a one last hurrah, kick the Browns butt, even though it doesn't matter, just do it I for do. pride? I do. Or do you want you want the draft pick? I, 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 we talked a little bit and you said that you were a draft pick guy and you thought I was. A, I, I think that I, I don't want to go in sixth in division. I don't want to give the Browns fans the smug satisfaction of knowing that their backups beat our starters. I don't want any of that. I want the Bengals to go out there and just take 
a whole season's worth of frustrations out on the Browns. Just take it out on them, let T, Chase, all the wide receivers go off. If Mixon is this is going to be his last game, I'd like to see him go off, and I'd love to see Trey Henderson in the backfield. Just all, but we'll get to that. But yeah, I to me, I want them to win. Draft pick, be damned, whatever it is, I would like to see a win. What about you? Uh, as I've said multiple times on this podcast, and I will hold to it no matter the situation, I don't respect the Browns, so I don't care what them or their fan base thinks of me and my opinions. I don't care what they think of my team. This is well done. So I want to lose. Yes, it is. So I don't – I want to lose. Uh, I also want to see some good performances, so I yeah. guess I really need the Browns like backups to step right. up and really put up a fight uh, because I want to see Boyd eat i want to see mix and eat i want to see these things yeah uh but ultimately at this point I, i've already moved on i i love the game i'm going to watch football no matter what i watch all the playoffs watch the super bowl it's what i do um i am already starting to churn into uh draft season into free mm-hmm. agency um i'm already there and there's a big difference a big difference especially first and second round oh yeah between five and six spots you know what I mean? If we're if we're picking 12-13, that defensive tackle we need might fall to us. Yeah. Brock Bowers might yeah. might fall to us at 12 or 13. I was going to bring that, that up. It ain't going to happen. It ain't so, going to happen at 17. Brock Bowers declared for the draft today, which yeah. is to the surprise of no one. Best tight end. Yeah, I literally saw out. the article that just said Brock, Barrel, Brock Bowers makes decision decision about the draft or something like that. Yeah, so I didn't I even click the link because I was yeah, like, yeah, he's going to declare. Out. I don't even need yeah. to read this. He's yeah. won the Jim Mackey Award two years in a row. He had a down season this year and still had 700-something yards for a tight end in college. That's insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Um, I think a lot of people expect him to go in the top five. Definitely the top ten. I think sure. there's a possibility, however small, that he could be there at 12 or 13. I think the chance of him being there at 16 or beyond are zero. No right. way is he. Possible that he's there at 12. No way at 16. So, like, like you said, if this is the game, if this is the difference between Brock Bowers and no Brock Bowers. And there's a, only a handful pride. of elite defensive tackles. Yeah. I'm, I'm, big on, I'm big on defensive tackle in the first round if the value's there. Yep. Uh, there's only a handful that really played up to the expectations this year from my initial research. Uh, I don't think they're going to fall. The one, the, I don't think one will fall to 16, 17. I think the one we would want might fall to 12. Um that's what I'm getting to, uh, and maybe all my opinions change once I start like really delving into like the the upcoming player base and everything else, and once free agency. Um, but this is my point: is simply that I don't care what the Browns or the Browns fans think. So I want to lose this game because the difference is pretty big to me. Oh, it, is, it is; it's pretty large. It is. It is for sure. Um, yeah, Especially considering I expect multiple quarterbacks to go uh, top yeah. of the draft this year. So yeah. that really pushes More quarterbacks that go eight. in the beginning, the better it is for us. Once so. you got your quarterback, man, you want you right. want so much quarter. Oh, I want all the quarterback talent, every right. draft class. And then and then just like um, to kind of hammer home your point, and I'm not saying I'm agreeing with you because I still do want to win. But to sure. hammer home the point that you were trying to make is imagine if the Bengals had beat the Miami Dolphins yes. in 2019. I that, threw a little fit. I can't remember what it was, but there was a moment where it looked like they were going to win or that they were trying really hard to win. Yeah. And I literally kind of threw a little fit. And my wife was like, Kevin, you need to calm down. I'm like, what yeah. are they doing? Yeah. What are they doing? Was, They're trying to flip the whole franchise down the toilet. Right. Like, yeah. The whole the whole game was a comedy of errors. And everything that could have gone, and that, as like no matter how hard they tried to win, everything they did somehow blew up in their face. But But in the end, Miami won. And because of that, 
the Bengals got Joe Burrow. Had the Bengals won, I believe the Bengals would have had to choose between Tua and uh, Herbert, which I mean, it's like the end of the world. You know, I, I have a feeling that no matter who they drafted, you and I would be on the show right now going like, oh, yeah, we love Tua, we love Herbert, and then we get off. It's like, oh, my God, we wanted Burrow. Oh, Burrow's so cool. So we're lucky. We are lucky. So there is a big difference between draft picks 12 and 16. So, all right, uh, take a commercial. We'll come back and talk about some more stuff. All right, we'll be right back. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. All right, what's uh, what's the next one? Oh, uh, the Henderson sack race. Yeah. Uh, TJ yeah. Watt, Trey Henderson tied for the most sacks on the season. Yep. Uh, both 17, I believe. Uh, since it's been recorded, like 82, 86, I can't remember. Uh, no Bengal has ever recorded the most sacks in a season, ever. Yep. Um, we've all been really, really enjoying this Pro Bowl caliber, just elite season Hendrickson has had. And I, for one, uh, really, really, really want to see him just get at least one, because you know Watt's oh, yeah. going to get one. Yeah. Uh, hopefully two or three. Uh, and he really could, uh, depending on who ends up on the field uh, on the Brown side of the ball. Um, he could eat. I mean, yeah. we, we don't know as far as all the starters are concerned, but if they start putting it back up a lineman, yep. uh, Hendrickson could go to town. It could be a lot of fun. We're talking about the potential for 20 sacks, which is, which is crazy. And I, I think yes. what's really funny is, is I, Trey Hendrickson is going to go down as one of the greatest free agent signings in Bengals history. For sure. Yes. I, alongside DJ reader, Mike Hilton, that whole class of, of a couple of years of free agent signings was, was great. But when they signed Trey Hendrickson and they let Carl Lawson go, I was upset. I was like, you're paying oh, Trey yeah. Hendrickson almost the same amount you're paying Carl Lawson. And we had this like idea in our head, Carl Lawson is a creator. Yeah, He creates sex. Trey Hendrickson benefits from guys like Cam Jordan in New Orleans. And then Trey Hendrickson came up here, set the single-season sack record for the Bengals at 14 in 2021. I don't know how many sacks he had last year. And then this year now he has 18, I think it is. 17. 17, sorry, but it's possible he he gets a 20. And yes. 20 sacks we're talking about is defense player of the year numbers. I don't know if he's if the, if we're really gonna if that's gonna happen. I don't know if it's, that's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen because yeah. he's been elite all year and no one but Bengals fans are talking about oh, it. No. It's no one's talking about it. Incredibly frustrating. And even if he ends up having 20 sacks, yeah. everyone in the media will be like, What? Trey yeah. Trey Hendrickson? Oh, I guess I yeah. guess he had a pretty good season. Yeah. It's bizarre. He did make the Pro Bowl this year. It's third time, along with Chase. Those are the only two Bengals players that made the Pro Bowl. So I can't really argue with that. This is an aside. Did you watch the Pro Bowl last year? Nope. Uh, Hendrickson was fun to watch, man. Yeah. He was. He's an athlete. You think oh, of him yeah. as this like uh, this bull rushing, just monster of a man, and he is that as well. Uh, but he dominated the Pro Bowl. I mean, he was head and shoulders above eighty yeah. percent of the people out there. It was great. I think what I love about him the most is he is like a technician when it comes to pass rushing. You know what I mean? He's like everything, every move he makes with his body has a purpose. There's no wasted steps. There's no wasted. He's one of the most efficient pass rushers in the NFL. Uh, and I'm ha I'm happy he's here. I'm very happy he's here. And I, I think we said last week, it's kind of a shame that this happened in this weird down year. But the yeah. fact that it's happening at all, it's it's incredible. So 
Um, so yeah, so like you said, the sack race. Um, I would yeah, I'd love to see a multi-game or multi-sack game from him. Just end the year on a high note. It's already it's been incredible for him anyway. Um, and then the the other one, the last one, the last one that we're going to discuss, the last one is uh. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are in two very, like you said, two very different points when it comes to their ability to negotiate contracts. T. Higgins is probably going to get tagged next year. It's possible. It's it's possible this could be his last game in the Bengals uniform. I believe he'll I get tagged. I don't think it. It's possible though. It's not possible it, it, that Jamar Chase possible, yeah. is done. Yes, it is technically possible. Right. We let him technically walk. Possible. Technically. I don't think it'll happen. I I think that they'll at worst tag him. There's a possibility they could tag and trade him, but that's not their thing. They're not going to go out. No. The, T Higgins is going to help him win a Super Bowl. That's what they want to do. Um, but he is able to, if he does hit free agency, obviously he wants to go out with a bag. And you want that for him. You know what I mean? If they're not going to Not him. even if he uh, enters free agency, though, but also he's going to re-enter negotiations with the Bengals. He's sure. going to yeah, he's going to try, try to get a three-year contract yep. signed, just like they did last year. I don't right. know if much has changed between last year and this year as far as both camps are concerned. Right. Uh, but he's going to want, he's going to, Against backups, he's going to want to bump his numbers, both yep. for free agency and internally. He can make the argument, and Jamar Chase is going to want to do the same. Right. Um, against backups, those two dudes could eat. It could be a oh, lot of fun, man. man. Those two dudes eat when they're playing against starters. But yeah. uh, so, and then Jamar Chase is not eligible to renegotiate, but he's eligible to to be. He's going to go into the year where he'll he'll get his um, fifth year option, which yep. I'm sure possible extension. Yes, is going to absolutely happen. So, um, I think after this year it's possible that he can negotiate an extension, correct? After your third yes, year? Yes, yes, yes. So he could he could start negotiating his extension. I'm sure they're going to activate his fifth-year option. So they don't, they're not up against the wall trying to get a deal done. They have a couple of years. Uh, but, yeah, he'll start negotiating. And then whatever he does this weekend, just pile it on top of all his other list of accolades because three years, over 3,000-yard seasons, three Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, it's crazy what he's doing. Absolutely crazy. Yes. Uh, definitely uh, top two wide receiver in the league. T and Justin Jefferson, which is wild to say because they played both with Joe Burrow at LSU. Can you imagine trying to coach against that team in college? When you know, I mean, apparently you can't. Well, no, you can't. You can't. You can't. They destroyed everybody. Yeah, they did. Uh, They did. Um, So yeah. So that's those are four reasons. Those are four good reasons to watch this game. And I think if you're listening to this show, you're going to watch the game. You know what I mean? So we know you're going to watch. But yeah, I think those are four really good reasons uh, uh, to watch. I'm, I'm still, I'm excited. I want to see him go out there and just really, just beat the Tar Heel Browns. I'd love to yeah. see, him. just finish the game. It's just a fun game. It doesn't, you know, there's no more stress in this game. Oh, if we lose, we're out. It's, it's over. No more stress. Play free. Have fun. My heart wants T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon to all go off, while Trey Hendrickson gets three sacks to secure the sack record for the franchise and the year. Right. While my brain wants them to lose that same game, right. and I do know that's just not possible. It's not possible. It, no. Like I can't imagine a world where even three of those five things happen right. and we still lose right. that game. But somehow I want I want that. I guess yeah. I want it to be like a multi-set game where both teams score like 50. a lot of points, and then like the Bengals <laughs> summer, like at the last moment, give up a game you know, game ending yeah. field goal or whatever. So I, I just don't see, I don't see the Browns backups putting up 50 points on the Bengals because no. if T chase Boyd and Mixon go off, they're putting up 40, 50 points. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. yeah. 
I expect these Browns backups to play reasonably well, though. Um, I don't know the whole issue with, you know, who's who's in contract, who's not, who's a free agent next season, but there's going to be a lot of them. And this is going to be their opportunity to get some numbers, to get some tape. And they are going to play reckless and wild football in an attempt to, you know, bump their numbers up just a little bit. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of guys that are probably playing. This is my shot to stay in the league. Yeah. If I don't do well here, then I'm out. Uh, And then also, um, you know, you have guys that are, you know, they're looking to get on next contract, stay in the league, whatever. Uh, It's the NFL. It's the NFL. There's 53 guys per team. If even if they're backups, it's they're in the NFL. These guys are great. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a game. All AFC North games are games. You know what I mean? They're all ugly. Just, but I, I, it'd be fun to see a high-scoring ass kicking for sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, let's do a game prediction real fast, and then we'll be done. Uh, what do you think? What do you think score is going to be? I have no idea. I don't know enough about the Browns' backups to accurately predict what level of competition we're going against. Here is my prediction. I'm willing to make Trey Hendrickson will have two sacks, and Tyler Boyd will get a touchdown. Someone will try to feed it to him, uh, just as a goodbye present. I like it. I like that idea. I like that idea. I think I could see a final score of something like uh, Bengals twenty-four, Browns ten. You know, and that sure. Tyler Boyd, maybe Tyler Boyd, scores a couple. Mixing grabs one, something like that. Uh, but yeah, I could absolutely see something like twenty four ten. I'd be I'd be happy with that. And and the season, I don't know about you, even when the Bengals aren't in play, I love playoff football. Absolutely, it's my favorite. Oh yeah, favorite football game. Unless the Bengals. Have you? This is an aside. Have you seen this Bills Miami game? The implications of this thing. Oh, it's nuts. The Bills. Now, they could be the two seed two if they win, or or if three things happen and they lose, they're out. They the. Uh, Steelers had to beat the Ravens. Entirely possible with the Ravens sitting most sure. of their starters. Sure. And the Steelers uh, are fighting. They're not eliminated. They're fighting for their playoff lives. They have that's what I'm win. saying. They're going to yeah. be playing hard, and the Ravens don't care. They're yep. the one seed no matter what. Uh, some other two teams have to just tie, which never has to just not tie, which never no. happens. Right. Uh, and the Panthers, no, the Jaguars have to beat the Titans. Uh, Trevor Lawrence says maybe he's going to go, maybe he's not, that's but they're a better team than the super Titans. Super positive. It's all so doable. It's all all so doable. So the Bills know, like, the only way to do this is we got to win. It's going to be a crazy game. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. The Dolphins playing for anything? I don't know. I just knew the Bill implications. Well, if if the Dolphins – so the the Ravens have the number one seed locked, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the Dolphins could be playing for the two seed, probably two or three seed. You know what I mean? Yeah, if they lose, the Bills get two, and they get three. If they win, they get two. I don't know. Yeah, this has been just been. A yeah, the Dolphins year. are currently the two seed. So okay. okay, yeah. So Dolphins won't miss the playoffs, but the Bills could. That's nuts. Yes. That's really crazy. It, so it's been a, the whole yeah. AFC has been this know, like weird race where everybody and, feels like they're all sitting at the exact same yeah. record the entire season somehow. And the funny thing was, we came into the season saying the NFC is going to suck. Yeah. Whoever wins the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. We have all these great teams, and really, most of them have been disappointing. Some through some like from injury, like the Bengals, but the Chargers. We all thought Chargers are Super Bowl contenders, and they've been bad. bad. I did not think the Chargers were Super Bowl contenders. The they're Chiefs. The Let's just say the, the Chiefs, Chiefs look exactly like the Chiefs look like they're going to get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. That's exactly they what they look like. Whoever they play, whether it be. I mean, they'll have a home game. So if they host the Browns, I could see the Browns smoking the Chiefs. 
Absolutely. You know what I mean? I absolutely could. So Joe Flacco. Oh, I do want to say this. Here's some cool things. Um, I don't know if they're all possible, but we could see Matt Stafford play a playoff game in Detroit. Yeah. This is old team, the Lions. We could see Joe Flacco play a playoff game in Baltimore against his old team, the Ravens. But the most importantly, and the one I really want you to think about, we could see a Super Bowl where Baker Mayfield plays against the Cleveland Browns. How much fun would that be? How many Cleveland Browns, how many Baker Mayfield I guess fans I'm rooting for be? I guess I'm rooting for oh, Baker yeah. in, that, oh, yeah. in that scenario, right? Yeah. Oh, so they absolutely host fan? him. Yeah, they host him. And I don't even like Baker Mayfield. But after he left, I'm like, okay, they host you for a sexual predator. You know, I would just, I'd buy, I wouldn't buy a Mayfield jersey, but I would be rooting like hell for Baker Mayfield. Absolutely. Sure. Just you could like probably him. get a Mayfield jersey for pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Yeah, I probably could. I probably could. Um, yeah, man. You got anything else? No, no, that's it. Uh, excited for the game. Excited for uh, the content we're going to try to create after yeah. the Bengals are, you know, out of contention, which they are now, they are. but we got one. Last the season's game. Over. Um, yeah. We'll probably talk Super Bowl a little bit here in the future just because, you know, got to talk something and everybody cares about the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then we'll move on to free agency, draft, team building, all that. Yeah. It'll be good. All that stuff. I think we might get out, talk to some fans, something like that. I don't know. We'll sure. figure it out. Have some fun. All right. Well, uh, again, we are brought to you by CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals site. We're sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Give them a call, 513-528-1150 if you have any issues. Um, we are on the Orange and Black Insider. Uh, find us on YouTube. It's not just us. It's a lot of great stuff. And we're anywhere on the Orange and Black Insider you can get podcasts. So like, subscribe, listen to daily Bengals content from a lot of other great shows. Good stuff. Live shows, recorded stuff. Um Kevin, have a have enjoyed the Browns game, and I'll I'll talk to you uh, next week. Well, I mean, I'll talk Sounds to you good. tomorrow, but you know what I mean. <laughs> good night. Good day.